The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Please enjoy the latest podcast from the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living. So there's a wonderful quote from Raymond Charles Barker that I really have come to adore over the years. And the quote is this. It's an affirmation. And it reads, I exist in and for and am forever one with infinite spirit, the infinite mind of God. The mind, this mind is forever evolving new ideas of itself. And these ideas are in my consciousness now. I am the means by which God's ideas appear. I want, need, and have God's fresh ideas. They are mental nourishment. They lead me to right decisions. I want, need, and have God's fresh ideas. They lead me to right decisions. Now look, we all are faced with decisions every single day. Some decisions may feel like itty bitty teeny tiny ones, and others can feel extremely monumental, life-changing. Got to get this right or else. And the spiritual truth that we offer you is, there are no teeny tiny decisions or extremely monumental decisions within the creative intelligence and wisdom of presence. The divine mind does not view a decision as big or small, good or bad. Source energy only resonates with and evolves through the decisive idea and decisive thought we steadfastly claim as our own. So, just so that we're abundantly clear here, not making a decision, bless you, either by choice, procrastination, doubt, or fear, is also making a steadfast decision. A decision to not make a decision, to not rock the boat, to maintain the status quo, even the status, even though the status quo might not be what someone desires, or maybe it feels like an old worn-out shoe, comfortable and ready for an upgrade. The formative energetic activity of the divine does not wait for the planets to be in perfect alignment. It doesn't wait for the opinion of every last person on the planet to be received and analyzed, and it doesn't wait for the inheritance to come in, the boss's mood to be just right, ladies' night, men's night, or the white sales at Macy's. Just covering all the bases. Source energy is an energy of now. It is an energy of now. It resonates with your consciousness, your state of being, your feelings in the now, this moment. Barker's affirmation clarifies for us a subtle awareness that our every individual idea to better our experience in some way is a divine idea flowing through us and as us, as a result of our oneness. As a result of our oneness. 
you and I are the means by which God's ideas appear. And if someone is experiencing a mental conflict of some kind uh, over making a decision, the surest and fastest path to clear the mental conflict is to get centered in the knowing. Your every idea is an idea flowing from the intelligence source. Therefore, every decision you make is preordained to lead you to manifesting the right, perfect outcome for your experience. Any thought other than this spiritual truth is a thought of doubt or fear. Why, we could even say it's a reflection of feeling as if being out of alignment with source. Maybe just a hair, just a snitch. Our affirmation card this week is from Jen Sincero from her book, You Are a Badass. And the card reads, deciding is freedom. Indecision is torture. Absolutely, decision, indecision is torture. Indecision is torture. Do I turn left or right, chicken or fish? Strike out on my own or not, date the blonde, the brunette, the redhead, or just date them all. I know that's your choice right now. I wonder if some folks can get out of bed today. Decision is freedom, as it represents an innate awareness of being in alignment with source, of trusting the process, of knowing that regardless of what you choose to do in this moment of now, you are so connected to source energy, you cannot go any way but the right way. Oh. And the moment we begin removing ourselves from that concept is the instant we begin having doubt. We begin allowing our fears to come forward. Indecision is torture as it represents a temporary state, a temporary state of not feeling, believing, or acting as if somehow, some way, someone may not be in alignment with this divine fluid energy. The next evolution of your peace of mind, of vibrant health, of limitless love, of immeasurable abundance is only a decision away as the energetic activity of presence is always evolving through you and as you in strict accordance with your state of being in the now. In other words, the whole of the universe as your backdrop. And this is the importance of the almighty decision, which is the title of our lesson this morning, The Almighty Decision. And I want to share a story with you, of course. And the story is about this young fella, rather cynical, always a pessimist, always has something negative to say. And his friend had gotten really tired of his bad attitude and his disparaging words all the time, just about life in general. And so his friends decided to take him to a positive thinking seminar. You know, a feel-good seminar. One step above Amway. And the seminar was very uplifting, very motivational, and focused on an individual's ability to decide to create and embrace positive thoughts in order to create a more positive experience. Well, being as cynical as he was, this young fella 
hated it. He hated it. And in the not retail, what do you call it? Intermission, thank you. When the intermission broke out, he decided he was going to escape, and that's exactly what he did. He left the auditorium. Now his friends stay. And when they came out from the seminar, all the friends go to the parking lot, and there they each found their car in the same condition. It seemed someone had let all the air out of the tires, but only by 50%. And as they talked about themselves trying to figure out what happened, their cynical friend appeared, jumped up on the wall, a concrete boundary circling the parking lot, and yelled out, so tell me, your decision now. Are your tires half full or are they half empty? The outcome of your almighty decision rests in your awareness of being the outlet for God's ideas, as that is what leads you to right decisions. When someone operates independence of this awareness, they are led to decisions which might subject them to a less than positive outcome, or at the very least, someone's wrath in the parking morning we're wrapping up our four Sunday series on Jen Sincero's book, You Are a Badass, or as I have been calling it throughout this series, You Are a Bad Derriere, or You Are a Spiritual Spark Plug, because there are those that say you shouldn't say badass on the podium on Sunday morning, so I'm trying not to say badass that often, <laughs> because I don't want people to think that I think I'm a badass. Anyhow, so I've gone with Spiritual Spark Plug. For the record, I hope you've gotten as much out of this series as I have had in presenting it. I know many people are following along in the book that was sold out of the book and that they've downloaded it from Amazon. Over the course of the month, and all the talks are online, and this talk will be online later on today, we've talked about loving yourself no matter what, tapping into the mother load of the power of your consciousness, moving beyond fear to soar within your journey, and we proved that principle yesterday. 17 people went to iFly and flew. Just saying. So it seems rather fitting to wrap this series up with the almighty decision. Since it's kind of up to you to decide to practice the principles and exercises we've discussed during this series. And you are a spiritual spark plug. Jen writes, when you make a no-nonsense decision, you sign up fully and keep moving towards the goal, regardless of what's clogging your path, and stuff will definitely get clogged, which is why making the decision is so crucial. This practice is not for sissies, her words, not mine. She continues, the moment it gets hard or expensive or puts you at risk of looking like a moron, haven't made the decision, you'll quit. If it wasn't uncomfortable, everyone would be out there living their fabulous lives. If you would like every decision you make to feel comfortable and centered in the awareness that your decision, regardless of what it is, regardless of what people have told you, is preordained for the right and perfect outcome for the evolution of source through your journey, then stop making decisions from the little you. The little you, 
the little you, the negative and always false thoughts you hold of yourself, the monkey mind mode of thinking, the memories of the less than positive past experiences, the opinions of others, what others say about you that you say don't bother you, but deep down they seem to keep playing out over and over in your mind. It is an energy. All that stuff is an energy. It's all an energy. And you are attempting to make life-changing, life-enhancing decisions out of that energy. So look, you cannot make positive life experiences with negative energy. You've got to have the right ingredients. You can't make a rum cake with peanuts. You've got to have the right ingredients. Let it all pass. Let it all that all that past and negative nonsense, let it go. Now, if someone can honestly say to me, well, you know, Reverend Tony, I'm just not willing to let it go. I mean, I, I replay all my mistakes over and over in my mind, the less than positive comments I've heard people say about me, all that stuff. Well, that has really served me well over the years. Now, you know, if it's served you well, who am I to argue? If it hasn't served you well, begin making decisions from the big you. The big you. The tremendous you. The expression of God that you are. You. Before every decision, affirm, I am. Yes. Not I hope. Not, gee, I hope this works this time. I am the activity of the limitless wisdom of the divine. My every powerful thought, decision, and deed is a reflection of this truth, just as my journey is a manifestation of my wisdom. Ooh. See, once you make your decision based on the power of who you really are, the big you, won't quit, won't back down, and you'll accept all that crosses your path as the opportunity to enjoy your fabulous life. William H. Murray said this, he said, the moment one definitely commits to oneself, then providence begins to move. You have to come to the point in your awareness where you know that if I want to shift the universe, if I want to make change, if I want to unfold a more powerful experience, the universe isn't going to move till I do. People think they're following a teaching. They think they're following energy as it evolves. No, the energy is following you. The energy is following you. You were first cause to your experience. Every word that you speak, every thought that you have, every action that you take, that's a decision that you're making, either consciously or subconsciously. So what point of awareness are you making it from? Are you making it from that point of awareness of being the big you or the little you? Because we've all made decisions from the big you, from the little you. And those don't always work out well. Or, my favorite is, well, you know, I made this decision and I just knew it wasn't going to work out well. How powerful you are to have demonstrated your word. Oh, my God. 
So you want to create that momentum to keep going. You want to say, you know what? I make great decisions in everything I do. Today, I had two, two over easy and socked it up with that was a good decision. If you're not from the South, you're not going to know what SOP is. We'll have a dictionary in the back after service. That was a good decision. I made the decision to actually hello to somebody I didn't know. Not because I wanted to date her, but because I liked her. And you know what? It turns out they're connected to a dream that I've been pursuing. They were able to provide me with just another piece of information that took me one step towards my goal. This is not serendipity. This is not somebody looking down, watching out for you. This is the power of your consciousness playing out. This is the state of your being unfolding in the now. The universe is a now. So where are you in your state of now? Are you operating in that state of now from the big you or the little you? The big you is always going to bring those opportunities to you. Those opportunities come into play and begin moving forward. Trust the process. We are always the creative force of our life. And it is through our decisions rather than our own conditions that if we carefully learn to do certain things, we can accomplish those goals. Let me tell you what this means. You've got a big goal to meet. You've got a big dream. There's something powerful you want to do. You want to have the right information at the right time, in the right place. But guess what? Being an expression of source, being that connected to the infinite mind, you don't have to know everything. Learn as you go. Life is on-the-job training. So as you move towards your dreams and your goals, start the process. Get that energy, that momentum going. Why? Because what we say earlier, the universe follows you. That's how powerful you are. So once you get that momentum going, then you can begin moving into creating what your desire is. Jen says, the only failure is quitting. Everything else is gathering information. Love that. Everything else is gathering information. So again, you don't have to have all the information to move forward. You just have to have the intent, the desire, combined with trust, combined with the audacity to have faith in ourselves and faith in our oneness and presence. Jim Ron said, you cannot make progress without making decisions. You cannot make progress without making decisions. So think about something. What's, what's been something that's been on your dream shelf for a while now to do? Is there something you want to pursue? Is there something that you have put off because, you know, I don't have enough information or because somebody else said it wasn't a good idea or because I tried it before and didn't succeed? Well, if the answer to any of that is yes, pardon me while we adjust my camera. If the answer to any of that is yes, then guess what? You're not going to make progress. So we want to recondition ourselves here to say every day I take a step towards my dream and goal. 
every day I can make a decision. It might not be a huge decision, but the universe doesn't require it to be. The universe just requires the movement in the moment of now. And we never know where those decisions are going to take us. I remember years ago, some of you know this story of what brought me to this teaching. And what brought me to this teaching in my 20s was I was a very, very angry, angry young man. I was mad at myself, mad at God. Liked my party drugs too much. Was in an abusive relationship, yada, yada, yada. Country song, Waiting to Happen. And, and somebody, I went to Florida with a, with a couple of folks, and we couldn't afford a room on our own, so we were all going to stay in a room together and eat out of vending machines. But this was back when, before there was satellite radio or Pandora. And the radio signals gave out around at, a little bit outside of Macon. And I didn't have anything to do, and I was bored out of my mind. And so in the back seat of that car was this little magazine called Creative Thoughts. And I read it. Well, I actually asked my friend what it was. He said, this is a religious racket somebody gave me. Tell it out at the next stop. And I decided to read it, so I read it two times going down, two times coming back. And I decided that I was going to go to that church because go to where, or that religious science church. There was one close by me. And go and make fun of these people because, you know, these new agey feel good folks. <clears throat> and I was going to go there and I was still going to be mad. And I was going to go and I was going to be mad at them. And I was going to be mad at God, at least my version of God at the time. That was my decision. And what I didn't know was that decision even though there was a lot of anger around it, there was still that part of me, that part of me, that I never would have accepted this, that allowed a sliver, thin sliver, probably the size of a hand, of my own light to come on, my own light to shine. And I stayed. I stayed in that relationship. Eventually, my anger turned into truth. From there, my, my light turned to love. But from the decision, even within that magazine, because, you know, we wanted to make love. I have the love of my life. 28 and a half years. Coming up on 29. I don't know how that happened, because we were 12 when I got together, I promise you. Have you wonderful people? And I'm no longer angry. Well, not all the time. Practitioners might have something to say about that after service. The smallest decision can change your life forever. Change your life forever. But you have to be willing Tony Robbins said your life changes the moment you make a new and ruined and committed decision. Are you ready to make a committed decision? If the answer is yes, then you're ready to begin transforming your journey. If the answer is no, you know, it's just not ready yet. 
understand something. You're still making a decision. The decision to not make the decision is the decision. Take one small step. Transform your life. Ken writes this. She says, if you're going to push through major obstacles to reach your goal, you can't just want to want to. You need to be on a full-on tizzy of excitement. This is why I like her. A full-on tizzy. That's me. She says you need what it is you're going, full-on tizzy of what it is you're going after and hold on to it like a pit bull. In order to do this, you need to have the audacity to be honest about what you really want to do, not what you should do. Believe it's available to you regardless any evidence otherwise, and so forth. So forth. You know, it was very interesting. Anne Faith approached me about doing the fourth Friday jazz, and I thought, okay, we'll do this. Sounds like fun. But and so, but we decided to go for it, and Anne Faith convinced me in her subtle way, because, you know, she's oh, so overpowered, that this was going to be huge, and so I I said, yes, let's do that. And we sold more tickets than we had chairs. Yay! Because she made the decision to do that. But this is where being connected to your desire and source energy and having an unshakable belief in the not yet seen is so critical. There are going to be plenty of time when you get a brilliant idea and it temporarily fails or pushes us into unfamiliar territory. If we don't have a strong connection to this truth, that we live in an abundant universe, that we are awesome, glorious, and tear-jerkingly lovable, etc., and have a blazing desire and unquenching belief in our own vision before it's manifested, we're going to fall prey to our own fears and everyone else's that it's not possible and give up instead of course correcting and pushing on through bringing our desire to life. I can tell you when I first came into this teaching, there were a lot of times in those early days, still in my 20s, that I was going, eh, I can't do this. And I'd have to course correct. I'd have to go back and read that little magazine again. I'd have to course it go back and look at something the science that was in the science of my textbook. I'd have to course correct and go back and re-listen to one of the CDs that I purchased of Dr. Schultz's lessons. Course correction is only a click away now because all our stuff is online. But Henry Ford made the decision to create Everybody said he was crazy. Everybody said it couldn't be done. Everybody said it was impossible. Yet Ford decided to put his best engineers on the project in creating a V8 engine. And for months on end, his engineers would come and they would say to Ford, you know, we've tried, but it's just not possible to create a V8 engine. And Ford would thank them for trying. And then he would tell them, go and try harder. He made the decision to build a V8 that everyone in the automotive industry at the time said was impossible. And he made this decision after, after he had already gone bankrupt in his first attempt at creating his 
automobile empire. He created at a made that decision at a time he had proof that he was capable of failing on a massive scale. But his faith in himself and his vision was so strong that he stuck with it, in spite of any evidence around him that pointed to him not making the best decisions in the past. Ford became one of the most successful entrepreneurs in history. Enright's temporary failure is all the rage. All the cool kids have done it. Michael Jordan was cut from the high school basketball team. Steven Spielberg, a high school dropout, was rejected from film school three times. Thomas Ed Edison was dubbed too stupid to learn by his teacher and tried more than 10,000 times to build the light bulb. Toshiro Honda, what, the founder of Honda Motor Company, was turned down by Toyota for an engineering position. So he just went out and started his own company. Beethoven's music teacher told him he was talentless and more specifically, hopeless at composing. Fred Smith wrote a paper at Yale about his big idea of creating an overnight delivery service, and the professors gave him a C minus. He went out and founded FedEx anyway. When someone tells you they, that it cannot be done, understand this, they are speaking to you from their level of authority, not yours not yours. You are a spiritual smart one. Your level of authority for the decisions you make for your journey are made in concert with the wisdom and intelligence of source energy. These decisions are made as the big you. Jen writes, the only failure is quitting. Everything else is just gathering information. Remember that while you're hearing it a second time. She says, if there's no big mystery to this stuff, if you really want something badly enough and decide that you will get it, you will. Don't let anything get in your way. <coughs> Pardon me. And don't let anyone get in your way. We all know someone, I feel, that struggles with making decisions from time to time. They put off putting, making a decision, they're kind of indecisive when it comes, they're very decisive when it comes to avoiding decisions. Understand something. They're not doing it on purpose. They're doing it, they're avoiding making decisions because there's still this little twinge, this little sliver of doubt that's, that's guiding them into the awareness that they are the outcome. God's divine ideas. Therefore, they cannot make a wrong decision. They can only make the right decision. This means every decision you make going forward is going to be perfect. No. Of course not. What it means is you're going to be operating from such oneness, such clarity, that should you make a decision that you think and know is not going to take you further towards your goal, have enough alignment with source to make a good decision. To make a decision to stop whatever it is you're doing and move in, course correct, to make another decision. 
That's what being in the flow is all about. That's what being in the flow of the universe is all about. It is a flowing system. It is not a, we've reached the destination, now get off system. We're in the flow because we're constantly having to make decisions. Emerson said, once you make, the make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen. I made a decision that we were going to go fly. We did. I made a decision that we were going to start this venture, and we did. I made a decision years ago that I was going to be following this teaching and enjoying the benefits of the principles that we teach, and I did. You have to make the decision to change your journey. You have to stick to that journey, that decision, no matter what. The old you, who has not yet decided to kick derriere, is in the past. Stay present. Not even for a second look backward or entertain old ideas of strength. Stay present. The moment you begin to stray, stop and ask yourself why. Why am I allowing this old energy, this old condition of derriere? Could it be, could it be that it's just become a habit? Chances are yes. Create a new habit. You can begin to teach, train yourself to create in a new way. So you're always creating life. You're always creating the journey. So with that being the case, you can begin creating something new by creating in a new way. The old you is that little you, the monkey mind version that lives in us all. This monkey mind does not like change. It loves that old worn out shoe comfortable feeling of the status quo and continues to try to make bum cakes and shoelaces. You are a spherical spark plug and the whole of the universe is yours for the taking. Decide to take it. And let nothing get in your way. Nothing get in your way. Center yourself to the truth that you are the outlet for divine ideas always led to the Holy Spirit. It is from that awareness, that awareness, that you live your joy, that you are spiritual spark plug, that you have come to serve the universe. So ends our lesson. All right, if you would please say the offering affirmation with me, infinite mind, infinite mind. In, as and through me. in as and through me, blesses and multiplies my offering, it does its good and perfect work, and returns to me, and returns to me. Multiplied, abundantly. multiplied abundantly. And if the usher... Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.